from Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet, streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hello there, I'm Graham VK4BB, the national news for week commencing January 2019 in our 24th year of non-stop news and a pretty eventful and violent week at the WIA news desk this week. It's not every day we get to report on, thankfully, a collision in the asteroid belt. Not that far beyond the orbit of Mars, asteroid 6478 Galt appears to have been struck by another asteroid. The resulting stream of debris stretches more than 400,000 kilometres, which is greater than the distance between Earth and the Moon. Astronomers around the world are now monitoring this formerly unremarkable asteroid to see what happens next. We've heard recently from the WIA board of the desire to start up Yota for the under-25s here in VK. Well, WIA President Justin will again bring some details of this in this week's WIA National News, and I'd suggest if you have any interest to read on the IARU Region 1 website the December Yota Month 2018 final report by Gagana LZ1ZYL. Now... What do you do while preparing for the largest gathering of amateurs in the Southern Hemisphere? Well, run a build-a-thon, of course. At least that's what the Central Coast ARC did last weekend. In order to get members and their families building, Tom, VK2VC, organised and ran a build-a-thon at the club rooms near Gosford on Saturday the 12th of January. Graham, a VK2GRA, gave a short soldering course and five kits were sold. Three were built during the meeting, the other two being taken home by Brad, VK2NMZ, so that he could build his alongside his daughter building hers with some guidance from him. From the pictures, it seems all had fun and there was a culture of helping each other with the builds. Well done to Karen, VK2AKB, and Col, VK2ZCO, on building the component testers, although Karen commented that it would have been good to have the tester to test the tiny components in the tester. What? Karen also built an SMD soldering practice board kit. Todd, VK2NMZ, said his daughter was amazed and pleased that her first build worked first time. Clubbing the old-fashioned way, one could say. Now that's over, it's back to the important preparations for the Wyong Field Day on February 24th, which all are on schedule with a good array of commercial sellers, exhibitors and presentations lined up. What? You haven't got the Wyong Field Day in your diary yet? Write it in and get there by 8.30am to be the first in to grab the bargains and meet friends old and new. More about the event in the next few weeks on VK1WIA National News and on the club's website at ccarc.org.au. This is Ed Durant, DD5LP, on behalf of the CCARC. Happy New Year from Justin, VK7 Tango Whiskey. Well, last weekend was the Summer VHF UHF Field Day competition and I managed to operate a home station for a few hours to support those intrepid operators who venture onto hilltops and pray to the portable operations god to be kind to them, hi hi. This contest aims to encourage more activity on VHF and microwave bands, encourage people to work greater distances than usual by operating portable, and activate or work new grid squares. And of course it's all about having fun as well. 
As anyone who has tried portable operation knows, it provides many challenges that enable amateur operators to hone their integration and operating skills, along with dealing with the special challenges of weather, wind, pointing in the right direction, and making your equipment easy to operate in challenging outdoor situations. Microwave equipment adds the complexity of needing IF rigs with correct power levels, frequencies, modes, add in digital weak signal modes on higher bands and there is GPS locking to worry about along with a myriad of application settings. I think you're probably getting the picture here. I congratulate all the stations that went portable and operated in the field day. Now, Director Marcus, VK5WTF, a few board comments ago, outlined the Youth on the Air program, or YOTA program, that has received attention at the IARU level. There was a report that was submitted at the IARU Region 3 conference late last year about the program in the UK and the success factors. And the primary success factor for YOTA is that it's actually run by young people, that is, under 25-year-olds running the program. As soon as young people took over the program, the numbers and activities rose and the program took off. Now, too often we old farts think that we know better and can heap those years of experience on the younger generation. Sometimes this helps, but in the case of Yota, it was not a success factor. So if there's young people, that's under 25-year-olds out there listening, who would like to get involved in establishing a Yota program within Australia for other young people with the support of the WIA, then please make yourself known by emailing support at wia.org.au or emailing our young director Marcus at vk5wtf at wia.org.au. And a reminder of the complimentary reward memberships of the WIA for amateurs who are newly qualified. If you received an AOCP, Foundation Standard or Advanced, at any time since the 1st of January 2018 and are not a member of the WIA, you're eligible for a complimentary one-year WIA membership. If you're already a WIA member, now or when you received your qualification in the future, you're eligible to receive a one-year membership extension or a $100 discount off a five-year membership. If this is you or someone you know, all that is needed is a completed WIA membership form and a copy of the relevant AOCP qualifications showing the date of qualification being later than the 1st of January 2018 and email it off to support at wia.org.au. Now finally, the date for the WIA AGM has been set at Saturday the 25th of May 2019 and there is a huge weekend of activities in the final program. These will all be available on the WIA website for bookings in the very near future. Now, this has been WIA Director Justin, VK7 Tango Whiskey, for the WIA National News. From Australia, this is VK1 WIA and the weekly WIA Amateur Radio News Service on RF, Internet Streaming and Text at wia.org.au. International news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, RAC, NZART, Amateur Radio Newsline and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason VK2LAW. News from Cyprus. IARU Region 1 monitoring system reports an over-the-horizon OTH radar located on the island of Cyprus has been active on 21.170 MHz. 
the sovereign base areas of Akrotiri and Dekelia, is a British overseas territory on the island of Cyprus. On December 11, a radar on the island was reported as using FMCW, 50 sweeps per second, 20 kilohertz wide on 21170 kHz inside the amateur band. Bouvet Island Aborted three Yankee Zero Zulu Bouvet D expedition offers donation refund options. Leaders of the Three Yankee Zero Zulu Bouvet Island D expedition, which was abruptly aborted in February 2018 before the team was able to land on the island, are offering several options for partial refunds to those who contributed to their venture. The turn of events was a huge disappointment for the DX community as well as the D expedition team. The team is able to offer a 48% refund of your original contribution to Three Yankee Zero Zulu. All supporters of the ill-fated D-Expedition are offered the same percentage regardless of whether they're a DX Foundation, DX Club, individual DXer or D-Expedition team member. The deadline to request a refund or to select a specific beneficiary under the options is March 15, 2019. News from Canada. The RAC Amateur Radio of the Year Award 2018 presented to Gabor Horvath, Victor Echo 7, Juliet Hotel. Through the Amateur Radio of the Year Award, Radio Amateurs of Canada recognises the outstanding contributions made by Canadian amateurs. The RAC Board of Directors takes great pleasure in selecting Gabor Horvath, Victor Echo 7, Juliet Hotel, as the recipient of the RAC Amateur of the Year Award for 2018. In his President's Message in the January-February 2019 issue of the Canadian Amateur Magazine, RAC President Glenn MacDonald, Victor Echo 3 X-Ray Romeo Alpha, writes... Gabor has demonstrated an intense commitment to diverse aspects of amateur radio, and in 2010 he was recognised as the Pacific Northwest's VHFer of the Year for consistently promoting and encouraging VHF-UHF microwave activity in the Pacific Northwest. He was the only Canadian to compete in the 14th IARU High Speed Telegraphy World Championship in 2017, and was one of only four Canadians competing in the 2018 World Radio Sport Team Championship in 2018. In addition, he was a key volunteer in developing the RAC Canada 150 Award in 2017, born in Hungary and introduced to amateur radio in elementary school as Hotel Alpha 2 Kilo Mike Romeo, Gabor Horvath has held Victor Echo 3 Golf Bravo Alpha, Victor Echo 7 Delta X-Ray Golf and Victor Echo 7 Juliet Hotel call signs. Mysterious radio signals from deep space detected. BBC News report astronomers have revealed details of mysterious signals emanating from a distant galaxy picked up by a telescope in Canada. The precise nature and origin of the blasts of radio waves is unknown. Among the 13 fast radio bursts known as FRBs was a very unusual repeating signal coming from the same source about 1.5 billion light years away. Such an event has only been reported once before by a different telescope. Knowing that there is another suggests that there could be more out there, says Ingrid Stairs, an astrophysicist from the University of British Columbia, and with more repeaters and more sources available for study, we may be able to understand these cosmic puzzles, where they're from and what causes them. The Chime Observatory, located in British Columbia, consists of four 100-metre-long semi-cylindrical antennas which scanned the entire northern sky each day. The telescope only got up and running last year, detecting 13 of the radio bursts almost immediately, including the repeater. News from the United States. Postage going up for the US and Canada. 
the US Postal Service announced new prices for 2019 and they come into effect January 27. The proposed mailing services price changes include letters up to one ounce, 50 cents up to 55 cents and letters additional ounces 21 cents and 15 cents. The Canadian Postal went up January 14. The postage rate for domestic letter mail items weighing up to 30 grams or less when purchased in a booklet, coil or pane would increase to 90 cents from the current rate of 85 cents. The price of a single domestic stamp would increase to $1.05 Canadian from the current rate of $1. US government shutdown affects radio licence applications. In America, the FCC is not processing any US amateur radio applications as the partial government shutdown approaches its fourth week. For radio amateurs, the shutdown means that while the universal licensing system continues to accept applications for all valid purposes, the FCC will not review or act upon them until the funding stalemate is resolved. Newcomers who have passed the required examinations will have to wait until the shutdown concludes to receive a call sign and authorisation to operate. Licence upgrades are also on hold. Scooter top-up. The historic schooner that carried ham radio to Arctic expeditions is undergoing additional restoration. The nearly century-old schooner Bedouin, built in 1921 and relaunched nearly three years ago after some extensive renovation and refitting, is once again in dry dock to restore its hull. During explorer Donald B. Macmillan's Arctic expedition of 1923 and the Macmillan-McDonald Bird expedition of 1925, the sailing vessel relied on amateur radio operators for communication. Built in East Booth Bay, Maine, the Bedouin made more than two dozen visits to the Arctic under Macmillan's command. It was named after Macmillan's alma mater, Bedouin College, and has become the official vessel of the state of Maine, a national historic landmark and the flagship of the Maine Maritime Academy Vessel Operations and Technology Program. Work on the vessel is currently underway at Booth Bay Harbour. For WIA National News in Sydney, I'm Jason VK2LAW. Ham Radio Operational News, it's Contact Sport. I'm Felix VK4FUQ. All major Australian contest rules and results are on the contest section of the WIA website. 2019. Summer VHF UHF Field Day, Saturday 12, Sunday 13, January. WIA John Moore Memorial Field Day, 16, 17, March 2019. 20th Harry Angel Memorial Sprint, May 4. Trans Tasman Lee Bank Contest July 20. VK Remembrance Day Contest is August 17 and 18. Ritty and FT8 successfully coexist in 2019 AWL Ritty Roundup. Based on informal exit polling and lot submission trends, it appears that Ritty and FT8 successfully shared the spectrum during the AWL Ritty Roundup over the January 5 6 weekend. The event is seeing a dramatic uptick from last year in the number of logs submitted, with more than 2,400 and counting received by midweek as opposed to some 1,600 in 2018 running. Registration has opened for the 7th meeting of the International DX Convention. The gathering will take place April 12-14 to 14 at the Vesalia Convention Centre. It will include contest academy training, seminars, keynote presentations, contests and DX forums, and dinners. DXCC QSL card checking will be available. Some three dozen exhibitors will attend. More than 700 avid DXs and contestants looking to improve their skills and reconnect with their peers are expected to return from across our DX world. The QSL card is in the mail, eventually. Can a QSL card be a member of the Quarter Century Club? 
Mike Gaskins KE5CXP says it pays to send those QSL cards, even if it takes a while. Even if it takes 24 years. The time that elapsed between the New Year's Day QSO in 1995 between Doug Grant K1DG and John Fulton N9NJX on 20 metres. And the New Year's arrival this year of Doug's card. John had worked Doug's station during a 50 year anniversary celebration for CQ magazine. As the author of a now out-of-print almanac for CQ, Doug had been part of the coveted group of CQ family operators that Chase and had been using the callsign K1DG-50. Doug said the event was, quote, fun with some nice pile-ups, end quote. Not long after the event, however, another pile-up appeared. The QSL cards went unanswered after the special event ended, and Doug ran out of cards. N9NJX's card went into a shoebox with others earmarked as cars to be answered, someday. That someday never came. Despite his practice of always answering cards as an active contester, paying special attention to envelopes that are self-addressed and with postage, the shoebox eventually surfaced after Doug and his wife moved. I felt guilty about not having answered, so I worked my way through the pile. The 20 or 25 hams he determined were still active today got updated postage and updated cards, and a handwritten note of explanation. Two hams emailed him directly, surprised and happy. John, who recently returned to ham radio after taking a break, posted his New Year's treasure on Facebook, saying its arrival initially baffled him, because he hadn't yet put an antenna back up. Doug says, my conscience is clear. His schedule, unfortunately, is not. Doug's next project is following up on QSLs for DXCC band entities including for QSOs from the 90s or before. Anniversary of the Federal Republic of Germany. Look at special event stations DM70GER and DL70BRD, now active until December 31, 2019, to celebrate the 70th anniversary of the Federal Republic of Germany, which was established on May 23, 1949. Operations will be on CW and SSB. Celebrating its 50th anniversary, Sweden's National Society for the Active Visually Impaired will be active as SF50CG throughout 2019. QSL via SM0BYD. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ Inningham. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au Hello, I'm Bruce, VK3FFF from sunny and hot Bendigo. Worldwide Special Interest Group News, ARDF. WIA ARDF coordinator is VK3 Whiskey Whiskey Whiskey. ARDF competition part of Bark 60th anniversary. The Times of India reports Bengaluru's amateur radio operators are to set out on a three-hour hunt to locate a hidden transmitter. The newspaper says, Armed with directional antennas and receivers, amateur radio operators and enthusiasts will set out on a three-hour hunt for a hidden transmitter within a 30-kilometre radius of Palace Road, Bengaluru, in the coming months. The competition is being organised as a part of 60th anniversary celebrations of the Bangalore Amateur Radio Club. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Females in Radio. It's the Australian Ladies Amateur Radio Association AGM in May. 
In the Alara newsletter, you will find nomination forms for your new committee to be elected at the AGM on May 6, 2019. As Shirley VK5YL says, our constitution dictates that I, as president, can only stand for three years and that period will be finished in May this year. We have a very good working committee and hopefully most of them will be able to be re-elected, but that doesn't stop anyone from nominating for any position on the committee. So please get those nomination forms back to Jean VK5TSX as soon as possible so that she can arrange further signatures if required. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier AMSAT 50th Anniversary Awards Program The Radio Amateur Satellite Corporation, as AMSAT is officially known, was formed March 3, 1969 as a not-for-profit educational organisation chartered in the District of Columbia. Since its founding, AMSAT has designed, constructed and, with the added assistance of international government and commercial agencies, successfully launched 20 amateur radio satellites into Earth orbit. To help celebrate 50 years of keeping amateur radio in space, AMSAT is proud to announce the AMSAT 50th Anniversary Awards Program. Throughout 2019, your satellite and HFQSOs can help you achieve one of these special awards. 50th Anniversary AMSAT Oscar Satellite Communications Achievement Award, 50th Anniversary AMSAT Satellite Friends of 50 Award, AMSAT on HF 50th Anniversary Award. Fox One CubeSat model kits available. Through the dedicated work of John Clud, K4SQC, and Stefan Wagner, VE4NSA, AMSAT can again offer a one-for-one scale cardboard model of the Fox One CubeSat. It is life-size and based on the latest Fox One engineering drawings for highest fidelity in design and appearance. The model is printed in colour on heavy stock paper, includes all components and the instructions are carefully prepared to allow for easy assembly requiring scissors, glue and the like. Depending on experience, assembly will take approximately 10 hours or so. The complete model will be a perfect addition to any satellite operator's shack and a chance to show visitors what is being done by AMSAT today. All proceeds will go to supporting AMSAT's satellite projects. VI-25AJ Astronaut Contact a Success The special event amateur radio station VI-25AJ was active on the amateur satellites during the 25th Australian Scout Jamboree and on January 12 they had a contact with a former ISS astronaut. Tony Hutchinson, VK5ZAI, reports it was a very successful contact with astronaut Mike Fossum, KF5AQG, from the 25th Scout Jamboree. This is the operator. I do need to let parties know today's call is being recorded. Of course, if you have any objection, you may disconnect. Thank you very much. You may begin at any time. My name is Joshua. Do you use knots in space? And if so, what for? Over. You do use knots in space, Joshua, uh, just like you would on the ground. If you want to hold something down, sometimes we use bungee cords, a stretchy cord with a hook on it, but sometimes we use a bit of cord and tie things. During my first uh, space mission in 2006, I actually had to tie some knots on some equipment in the cargo bay during a spacewalk 
of the space shuttle. I tied what we call a clove hitch to hold some straps down because they figured out too late that the uh, the little bits of Velcro might not be strong enough to take the uh, reentry, the trip back to Earth. And so it was quite exciting for me to be a be an Eagle Scout, a Scout, a Scoutmaster, and to be in the back of the space shuttle, tying the same knots uh, in space that I teach my my youth on the ground. Over. Mike took around half an hour to speak with the 15 scouts and give very detailed answers. He then addressed the whole jamboree before closing. The stage where the event was held was linked via audio and video to another stage several hundred metres away to cater for the crowd. This truly was an amazing event. Worldwide special interest groups, Internet, the Ham's Domain. On Facebook, Ham Radio takes a page from Kindergarten... If you've got amateur radio pride and you love to boast about your shack, your rig or any other installation, this story is for you. It seems there is a new Facebook group devoted to ham radio and it brings back fond memories of a favourite kindergarten activity, show and tell. In fact, the group is called Ham Radio Show and Tell. As you can imagine, it's a place for you to show off your shack, mobile installation or anything ham radio that you're proud of. The group's founder is Kevin Duplantis, W4KEV. He told our good friends at Amateur Radio Newsline he noticed a plethora of Facebook groups devoted to Citizens Band Show and Tell, but he couldn't find anything like that for ham radio. CBers seem particularly proud of their rigs and installations, so why don't we find the same for hams? Since the Facebook group went online on December 26, there are nearly 300 members showing off everything from their shack setups, mobile installations, antenna projects, ham fest picks, and lots more. Clifton, KM4ZJL, posted a video of his four-year-old foster son getting on 3916 for a little chat with Santa. We agree, the Ham Radio Show and Tell Facebook group is an idea that was way overdue. You're invited to join in the fun too. It's easy to find. Just search Ham Radio Show and Tell on Facebook and then get to showing and telling. Worldwide Special Interest Groups Rescue Radio In Bengal, the State Disaster Management Department unites with amateur radio operators to break language barriers. The Millennium Post report the State Disaster Management Department has joined hands with the West Bengal Radio Club to effectively address the issue of language barrier when it comes to offering treatment to pilgrims of other states if they fall sick or tracing them in case they get estranged from their family members at Gangasar Malar. This is for the first time we will work as an integrated team with the State Disaster Management Unit at the fair. Two young hams from Hyderabad-based National Institute of Amateur Radio and one senior ham from Indian Institute of Hams, Bengaluru, will be part of our team. These hams are expert in interpreting various languages spoken in other states and have the experience of working worldwide in disaster management, said Ambarish Nag Biswas, founding secretary of WBRC. According to him, many pilgrims fall sick during the fair and a good number of them also get estranged from their families. He said there have been several instances when the medical team has been in difficulty in providing proper treatment as they are unable to understand the language of the patient. The ham radio operators have been able to unite more than 1,700 pilgrims who had gone missing at the 2018 Mela. I'm Bruce, VK3 Triple F.
Time to check out the 2019 social scene and in VK4, it's the Townsville Amateur Radio Club's Australia Day Long Week Family Radio Camp, January 24 to 28. VK3 Melbourne QRP by the Bay at Chelsea Beach, February the 2nd at 3pm. VK2 The Wyong Field Day, February 24. VK7 Meet the Voice event at Ross, happens March 23 to 24. And in VK4, it's Redfest 2019, April 13. Well, it's a happy new year from the Redcliffe and Districts Radio Club here in South East Queensland. Robert Thompson, VK4 TFN here. An important update on Redfest 2019 to be held at St Michael's College on Raby Island Road on Saturday the 13th of April. At 10.30am, we'll draw the raffle for a UHF digital mobile radio transceiver, DYT model MD-380, value $130. Of course, to win it, you must be in it. To be in it, you must be at Redfest 2019 on Saturday the 13th of April. Also, we'll have a demonstration of the ingenuity and activities of club members. Come along, have a look. We might be able to excite your imagination. After the raffle, there'll be a fox hunt. For more details, please go to www.redcliffradioclub.org.au. You can also find us on Facebook. By and 73s. From VK4 to VK5, it's the BRL Radio Group's annual gathering, Overland Corner in South Australia, April 6. VK5, Southeast Radio Group's 2019 annual convention and the Australian Fox Hunting Championships happens the 8th to the 9th of June. Trader tables including Strictly Ham, Buy, Swap and Sell, Catering, Sunday Dinner, Australian Fox Hunting Championships, Full catering both days. You can sit down for a three-course dinner on the Sunday night, but bookings are essential. So, until next we meet, I'm Graham, VK4BB. Walk softly. From Australia, this has been VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au.